From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, December 6th. I'm Sarah Wright. A local tribe learned last week that CAL FIRE has decided to review its management plan of Jackson Demonstration State Forest with an eye toward tribal co-management with the Sherwood Valley and Coyote Valley bands of Pomo Indians. Polly Gervin, a longtime advocate for Coyote Valley, says the tribe is ready to get specific. We have a plan in hand at our fingertips, a habitat management plan crafted with the Save the Redwoods. We are going to be presenting amendments to the Forest Practice Act, amendments to the regulations of the Forest Practice Act, and a habitat management plan. The review is part of a lengthy process, which hasn't started yet. But last year, Governor Gavin Newsom issued an executive order encouraging state agencies to move toward co-management of tribal ancestral lands that are under the ownership or control of the state. It's part of an acknowledgment of the violent dispossession of indigenous people and emphasizes access to sacred sites and cultural resources. There are ongoing government-to-government consultations with the tribe, but Priscilla Hunter, the Tribal Historic Preservation Officer for Coyote Valley, says they haven't been transparent. Especially regarding our sacred sites. You know, they only tell us so much. And then we come back a second time um, to review the site. The sites that we have visited have been driven through with trucks, tractors, and they they want to use those same roads to continue to destroy our site. The governor issued his executive order about tribal co-management in September of last year. At this year's September meeting of the Board of Forestry and Fire Protection, also known as CAL FIRE, outgoing Director Thomas Porter recommended a review of the JDSF plan, years ahead of when it was originally going to take place. And Porter said there's money to carry out co-management and scientific management practices. Co-management in the context that I am talking about is access to and ongoing dialogue of culturally important plants and animals and how those can be managed uh, in conjunction with each other's desires and needs on the landscape. Uh, I think that under the, uh, the current administration and uh, the direction the state is going uh, related to tribal engagement, I think it, it warrants an early, re- early, I guess, a review before its regular uh, time for uh, renewal. In the governor's budget, we, the departments, are going to see a $10 million placement of funds that is directed at demonstration state forest management. And science, as well as increasing the staffing to get back to a place that we haven't seen since the 1900s. Gervin says the tribes could use some staff, too, especially independent archaeologists. Because each tribe on its own, they do not have archaeologists, cultural resource protection staff. But what has happened to date is tribes have been inundated with THPs, saying there's sites on them with no non-ability to have staff to respond. So we're going to really be demanding some, I would say, reparations. If they're not going to give the land back, then at least give us some help, a mechanism to help defend the cultural resources there. Plans for the review of the plan are in the earliest stages in a newly created subcommittee to an advisory group that meets twice a year. Gervin and Hunter said they learned about all this from a third party, in spite of the ongoing government-to-government consultations. And Gervin is ready to take those consultations to the next level. We have to go to the very top to be able to effectively look at changing legislation is on our agenda, 
we will not be the subcommittee of the Jackson Advisory Group, which is really just an advisory group. But we'll soon have to establish a protocol for um, our government-to-government consultation expanding to include co-management. Reached by phone on Friday, Keith Gillis, the Board of Forestry Chair, said he has not yet received the materials for the review, but that it's been in the board's work plan and that he himself has had a long interest in tribal co-management of public lands. He hadn't yet seen the November 15th resolution by the Mendocino County Board of Supervisors to ask the governor for a review of the plan for JDSF, but he expects the governor's office will send it along. In September, he told Porter he thought the request for a review of the scientific management was entirely in order. We have a lot of places where we can do various things, but we don't have any other place from my point of view as a forest scientist that is really on a par with Jackson to inform our our management on the North Coast. So I I think it is a critical issue and I'm I'm quite responsive to your request. But Gervin says tribal co-management and this view of scientific management are not exactly the same thing, which is why she's advocating for an independent archaeologist. Our protection mechanisms in the Forest Practice Act are whether the State Historic Preservation Office's archaeologists think that a site is worthy of extracting information from. Not protection, scientific extraction. So we were not at the table in 73 when this bill was enacted, the Forest Practice Act. We're here today. We have a team, and we will probably have to augment our team with an independent archaeologist, not CAL FIRE and the timber industries archaeologist determining what is sacred. No, that has to stop. Hunter recalled a recent sacred ceremony in JDSF. We brought some singers in. When we were going to start, it started raining and it just poured. I was like, there it is, you guys. Our prayers are being answered. And the prayer is going to carry further each time. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcasts wherever you get your podcasts.